Welcome to BizTalk with Bill Roy, episode 23. Our goal is to provide you with insight into the people, places, companies, and organizations that make up Wichita's important business community. Thanks for listening. The Wichita Business Journal in 2015 created Emerging Leaders. We asked companies to send us their up-and-coming young leaders to take part in a year-long program. We're now in year three, sponsored by EY, and this week in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal, we introduce you to the 74 men and women who are getting to know each other, getting to know Wichita better, and learning how to be influencers in the community. That's our big story this week and our focus for episode 23 of BizTalk with Bill Roy. It's an opportunity for all of us to listen to what these young leaders think about Wichita, how they feel about living here, and why they stay. They also talk about what they want to see happen in Wichita. I talked to our reporters who listened in on all the roundtable discussions and found common themes, and I talked to a few of the emerging leaders about what they hope to get out of the program and what they have heard in their roundtable discussions. Also in the weekly edition of the Business Journal, we spend 10 minutes with one of our emerging leaders, Drew Hayes of Visit Wichita. He tells us about his job as sports sales manager there. That's on page 27. Our list this week, the area's largest commercial construction projects ranked by project cost, page 6. And check out who has formed a new corporation, made a real estate transaction, filed a new lawsuit, or received a state tax warrant. All that in our leads section, page 10. Now this. Welcome to the Wichita Business Journal Biz Talk Podcast. Talking business is what the commercial banking team here at Equity Bank does best. Visit equitybank.com slash napkin dash stories. The Wichita Business Journal's emerging leaders take part in a series of events over the course of about a year. They include roundtable discussions in groups of 10 to 12, one in the fall and one in the spring. They also attend panel discussions so they can hear from experts in the community about local government, downtown living, community involvement, and family business. That's the one we presented Thursday, featuring SASNAC President John Rolfe, Zernco CEO Ashley Thill, Metro Courier CFO James Overwortman, and Devin Hansen of Sunflower Travel. There are also opportunities for networking. They get to take part in a Kansas Leadership Center class. And we'll buy them a drink or two at a mixer at the end of the Emerging Leaders experience. We heard common topics discussed by the Emerging Leaders during that first set of roundtables. My reporters Daniel McCoy, Brian Horwath, and Josh Heck reported on those topics, and that's what you see in this week's paper. I also asked the reporters to compare this year's group to the two previous Emerging Leaders classes. Daniel starts us off. I don't know if it's a difference, but a new dynamic I've noticed is... This year's class has the benefit of seeing previous year's groups come together and some of the, there have been some initiatives I know started uh, uh, organically through those groups as, as a result of the program. And I think um, uh, I've gotten a sense that this year's group feels like they see more of an, an opportunity to really utilize this as a platform to, to create some change or, or, or improve things that they identify. So I think they've seen some of the past success and, and it's uh, excited them about the process. Josh, what have you seen? I would echo that. I, I get the sense that there's a kind of a collective passion uh, for, for getting involved and for driving change. I, I think there was one, uh, Jennifer McDonald said in one of the sessions, she said definitively, we 
are going to make change. So that just, that was pretty telling right there that, that this group is eager to get out and, and um, make a difference. And I think they, they see some opportunities here in Wichita that, that maybe they wouldn't have in other places. Brian, you kind of came into the process uh, after it got started. We had had some of the roundtables, but what were your impressions at the two or three of them that you saw? Well, I think uh, almost to a person, I mean, everyone was uh, engaged and interested uh, in the issues uh, that, that they were interested in. I mean, there, there were, um, you know, the, I think I sat in on, on three roundtables and, um, you know, there, there was always a maybe three or four issues that people kind of gravitate back towards um, jobs, you know, development and uh, things like that. But um, education, of course. But, you know, I, I think as a whole, you know, everyone in the group was pretty much interested in, in, in the community and interested in, you know, what they could do to kind of help move things along. For a big story this week, uh, each of you covered uh, different areas, topics that came up during the discussions uh, for the Emerging Leader Roundtables. And let me kind of tick them off to you. Brian, tell us about uh, what their thoughts were when it came to specifically downtown Wichita and the issues associated with the core area. Well, it was kind of interesting, uh, at least on the roundtables that I sat in on, um, not a lot of people lived said that they lived downtown when that when that question was asked um but uh you know people were interested in downtown they had noticed some changes they have noticed changes recently um and i think the the general consensus was was kind of that you know they wanted to see that continue and um you know people people brought up things like uh the open streets ict event that was brought up by several people and that seemed to be something that that people enjoyed and they wanted to see more events like that um, you know, I heard a couple of people talk about Taco Fest, uh, which was something that was at uh, Union Station. I actually walked down there. I live downtown. I walked down there. That place was absolutely packed that day. I mean, you had to stand in line for like probably half an hour, 45 minutes. Right. And, you know, that's if you're an event organizer. Yeah, that's probably what you want to have is that's probably a problem that you want to have. So, you know, people mentioned that and they're saying that they wanted to see more events like that and more things happening. And, um, you know, if there was one thing where I think there, there did seem to be a little bit of a disconnect. Some people mentioned uh, just communication and, and finding out about these different things that are going on downtown and, and uh, you know, where did they find out? A lot of people said that they heard about something just through word of mouth or maybe on Facebook or something. So, so yeah, I think people are, they, they're noticing changes that are happening downtown. And I think um, people that aren't downtown all the time that that don't live or work downtown, you know, I think they're maybe becoming more open to spending more time downtown. One of the things they talked about too was safety. Safety was an issue when it came to downtown Wichita and feeling safe, safe either living here or safe coming down for events, right? Yeah, that was brought up a little bit. And, um, you know, it's funny, I was, uh, I was meeting with Mayor Jeff Longwell after one of the emerging leaders uh, uh, discussions and I actually brought that up to him and, and he said look we're you know the the city is is aware of of public safety and you know they, they always want to be improving public safety and you know he his point was that well you know let's look at old town specifically there's a lot of a lot of bars and places that are you know open later serve alcohol so anytime you know you, you get something like that you're 
maybe going to get some people that are a little bit unruly. And, you know, he was saying that, you know, they can't make everyone behave well all the time. So I'm not sure if downtown is as dangerous as some people view it as. Right. Um, certainly some people do think of it that way. But, um, you know, I think it's it's something that that the city's aware of. And, you know, they're, they're trying to trying to do some things to change that perception a little bit. Josh, you had three areas that you wrote about for this week's weekly edition. And one of them, community pride. Uh, that was a discussion that they had in, in some of these roundtables. Yeah, it was. There was a, a collective mentality of, you know, we don't have to be apologetic about uh, living in Wichita. Like that, That's been the case and been a complaint uh, that we've heard through multiple iterations of this program. And, you know, that that's something that they're, they're out there wanting to kind of drive home the point that you don't have to feel bad for living here. There's, there's reasons to, to be proud of living here. Um, they talked a lot about the resurgence of the Wichita flag, uh, Wichita State basketball, for example, elevating the national brand. Several people mentioned when they travel themselves, they're out there in their shocker gear, or maybe a Wichita flag t-shirt, and a lot of times that serves as a conversation starter uh, from somebody elsewhere who may be like may have heard about Wichita because of these reasons. One of the other topics you touched on was quality of life and as we saw during the discussions a lot of these overlapped and had impacts in different areas but quality of life was an important thing for those folks too. Yeah we hear it a lot of times and it's the the family friendly nature of Wichita. It's a low cost of living. A lot of people uh, talk about the commute time. It's, it's interesting to hear those who have lived in other cities, especially big cities, who say, you know what, it's, it's nothing compared to what I experienced in Chicago or Dallas or Denver or wherever it might be. The opportunities to, to get involved both personally and professionally, they, they think Wichita is a, a right-sized market for being able to, to get noticed. I think some of them talked about um, not being... Uh, you know, you're anonymous in a sense in a larger market, whereas here you can kind of get your name out there and use your network connections to, to kind of get plugged in. And something else that you wrote about, education was a big topic. These are uh, many of them uh, young people with young families, and so education was an important part of, of what they felt about Wichita as well. The resounding preference was for, for the suburban school districts. I think a lot of people felt that there's at least a perception of, of having a better quality education. A lot of people talked about test scores and, and the fact that uh, these areas in smaller smaller class sizes, they also get teachers who are just focused on education, educating the kids as opposed to dealing with behaviors, you know, kids who are coming to school hungry and having maybe had one meal over a weekend, for example, or English as a second language challenges, things like that, that they encounter. So um, the challenge that that I heard was trying to balance that with, you know, wanting to have their kids exposed to diversity, what they're going to encounter in the real world. And you get a lot of that in, in an urban school setting. But at the same time, just the, the again the quality of education and things like that was kind of the overarching concern that's driving more people to the suburban schools so daniel you had three topics as well one of them was economic development and jobs they talked about that quite a bit yeah they did um they uh they a lot of them felt you know there's a lot happening locally uh 
that that lends itself towards economic development uh, as with a lot of these discussions Wichita State came up uh, pretty consistently the innovation campus they feel like that can be a, a draw to industry as well as as uh, uh, maybe the workforce of the future folks coming here to study um, the entrepreneurial environment that's being created they felt like that could have a, a strong impact on economic development but there was also some discussion about making our economic development push uh, targeted as opposed to maybe like a scatter shot. There was some discussion of, you know, we need to make sure these are the right kind of companies that can help Wichita grow um, in terms of not just jobs, but also kind of their corporate culture and their their level of community involvement. So I think uh, uh, kind of a message from several of the program participants was they want city leadership to, to be mindful of, of not just the importance of jobs, but of the, the jobs and and the, the type of jobs that are, are being brought into the city. The emerging leaders really wanted to focus on, it seemed, retaining talent and how important that was for the for the Wichita economy. Yeah, and and much like Josh uh, said, there you know it, it goes kind of hand in hand with some of that community pride. Um, you know, we had some participants uh, who had moved away and had come back, um, and, and they see, especially when you start talking about young families and quality of life and, and cost of living, they see that as being a major draw for talent, but they also see some of these other um, uh, things being put into place um, as, as maybe helping draw and retain some of those younger folks that might be a little more mobile. Uh, we had a few participants that said, you know, that Wichita's not kind of a default choice anymore. It's a place professionally that people want to be as well, and there are more opportunities here now uh, than maybe there have been in the past. So they're hoping that uh, city leadership and economic development leaders, the, the kind of their message was don't take the foot off the gas. Let's keep pushing on this and, and uh, grow our economy, uh, both organically, but also uh, by attracting and then retaining uh, new talent. And having said that, they wanted to see the big picture as well. They wanted a vision for Wichita and who's supposed to have that vision and who's communicating it. You yeah. wrote about that as well. Yeah, and there was a lot of discussion in, in a couple of the roundtable sessions that we had about vision. Um, there was kind of an inherent sense of momentum in Wichita, but uh, for some participants it felt like they didn't know what it was all leading to. Um, we had one participant who came to Wichita recently from Oklahoma City, and so he had seen firsthand uh, the process of downtown revitalization there and uh, some of the public tax uh, sales increases that, that went along with that. And he said the key to that was the messaging of a defined vision by city leaders. And so there's a sense that uh, our emerging leaders group would like to see some more of that. So as opposed to, for example, just talking about you know the future of Century 2 as a standalone facility, incorporate that into a broader vision of you know Wichita 2030 or you know pick your year but they want a kind of defined vision and they want uh, some increased messaging around that so everybody can can feel like they're on the same page and a lot of participants said if we got that they might be willing to to help support that at the polls with a with a tax measure in the future if it was a, a good enough vision and well-defined and well-communicated. 
After Thursday's family business panel, I asked a few of them about their emerging leaders' experience so far. Kara Wheeler of Wheeler Kelly Hagney Investment talks about what she hopes to get out of the program. I really want to get involved in the community more and finding some groups, and I thought that this would be a good program so that I can learn, you know, not just to get involved in, in that, like, my field of business that I'm in, but just, just to meet some people that, you know, are inspired by Wichita and who, who want to, you know, grow Wichita and just meet people and, you know, learn how to become a good leader. I asked Sean Juwanlal of Bank SNB and Jenna Harris of UMB what they heard during their roundtable discussions in the Business Journal conference room. I didn't realize and really recognize the passion I think that you know people have now for Wichita. And I think somebody mentioned the Wichita flag. You know, you see it now on folks' uh, front of folks' cars. They have the stickers, and that was something really I think you know interesting to me because I. You know, I have a lot of passion for Wichita, but you know, you don't, I don't talk about it enough, and you know, I think it's really great. I think for this new uh, millennial generation to have that passion about uh, their city. Yeah, you know, one of the things that we talked about in our roundtable discussion was really just the growth of downtown Wichita, and really how as um, you know, millennials are younger emerging leaders, how we're going to get to exactly where we want to be. And I think one of the end goals really in our minds is getting to a place where we have a downtown Wichita that um, people can walk around, live downtown, work downtown, really build um, their families and their careers. And so I think that we're getting to that point, but I think it's just um, the communication piece of um, all of the, I guess, shareholders and getting everyone in the right place to be able to do that. But I think that, you know, that was really eye-opening to me because like Sean said, I just don't know that, I didn't know that people cared as much as they actually do. So that was really cool to hear. And, you know, I, I was able to take that back to my team and kind of talk to them a little bit about what their views are about downtown Wichita and how they feel. Toward the end of Thursday's family business panel at the Kansas Leadership Center, SASNAC President John Rolfe had a call to action for the emerging leaders there. I'm just going to say this because I don't know if I'm going to have time to say it later, uh, just because I love this group. I love, I love emerging leaders. I love young people. And I just want to say this, that uh, it was said at the beginning that we're at a, a point, inflection point in this community. We're at a crossroads where we're going to have to determine as a community whether we believe we're worth investing in, whether we believe that we're worth pushing forward in as a community and where we want to go. And there's going to be a lot of conversation in this community uh, from today over the next five years. And we're going to either uh, jump on the wagon and push forward as a community or we're going to miss the window, my opinion only, on that. Um, but I just want to encourage you guys, as you see the opportunities to lean in, as you're around your friends, make sure you're promoting and saying, this is a place that's worth investing in. Invest in it with your time, your energy, and your emotion because we're at one of those windows. Now, I've been back for... Um, uh, 15 years now. This is one of those windows where if we throw our energy into it, we're going to get a high yield and a high return for that. So don't hold back, but we've got to continue the positive narrative. And it's true about who we are and that we've got to invest in our home. We can't wait on anybody else to provide vision. We can't wait on any other community to come save us. And so I just want to say that to this group because I believe in you guys and we've got to believe in this community together if we're going to get where we want to go. You can meet all 74 of our emerging leaders this week. All their pictures are in today's weekly edition, and we report on the discussions we heard.
At Equity Bank, stories of growing businesses are our favorites, so we created our own series. Visit equitybank.com napkin dash stories to watch the startup stories of great businesses across the Midwest. That's Biz Talk with Bill Roy for this week. It's a production of the Wichita Business Journal. On behalf of the great staff here, thanks for listening. Thanks once again to producer Brittany Showalter and to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.